The Ringer's Dave Hill takes you on a journey into the underground lives and careers of six professional gamblers. This eight-part podcast is a unique look into the gambling world that you don't want to miss. Check out Gamblers on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry iced tea. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Dave Chang Show, part of the Ringer Podcast Network, presented by Major Domo Media. We have a my opinion is fact, a moif. But before we get into that, we have a pre pre moif. <laughs> um, one of our uh, I don't remember which podcast, but uh, a couple of ones ago, we we had a lot of talk about poo poo. And Chris, before we even started, had a conversation about poo poo. And I said, let's start the podcast now. So. <laughs> What were you going to say, Chris? Yeah. Well, I specifically said I don't want to talk about this on the air, but my question was, how often do you guys have diarrhea? And Isaac said, not often. And Dave didn't answer. I mean, it's like the weather. How often is it a cloudy day? <laughs> well, here in Portland, almost every day. No, I mean, it depends. Like, it's clear that if I eat dairy, I'm, I'm going to pay the price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually think I might have a gluten disorder, gluten tolerance, or yes. even celiac. But here's the thing. It can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with but you, I, man. I, will, I will say again, when I, when I eliminated gluten, just gluten, and actually most carbs out of my diet. Um, and yeah, I've lost weight during the pandemic. And I think there was a month or two where I put some back on. But for the most part... Just not going to restaurants and eating in restaurants every day is from for your job is, is like mm-hmm. it's like so much healthier. But besides that, just being bored as hell and needing mm-hmm. something to challenge oneself, I just did it, and I was I I felt better. And were you were you surprised, Dave, that that happened? I was. I mean, listen, like the hard part is at least at home. Before I continue on that, it's really hard to eat that way. If no one else is eating that way. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's what made it really hard. I wound up having to make not just food for Hugo, food for my family and food for me. I was like, this is just too much. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, for lunch today, because I want to get back on it. I was like, oh, I, we recorded a podcast earlier today. And the quickest thing was some dry noodles and some soup that had noodles in it, some rice. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? Right. I can eat some deli meat or I could have whatever, but I'm like, I'm just going to have a sandwich. Like a sandwich was invented for moments like this. I'm like, oh, 
Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want to think about it. Usually, even if you don't eat what you prepare for your family, it's like, okay, then you have to eat something else. And it's just a pain in the ass. The reason I'm saying that is it was like the healthiest the number two had been in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't that I was just that. I was eating vegetables and stuff, but like I basically uh-huh. cut out all things that were processed and I felt great. And no, and it wasn't even about number two problems. I no energy dips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The lethargy thing is real. I, I asked if you're surprised because I, I was actually having this conversation with a friend yesterday. And she was telling me that <laughs> she has had hip pain for a decade and just sort of accepted that it was a thing. And then on a lark, a doctor was like, oh, you know, if you cut out dairy, you might like actually see some improvement in your like inflammation. And she said like she doesn't drink that much milk. She just has milk and coffee. But she cut it out and this like hip pain she had had for 10 years disappeared. And I was like, I just don't believe the reason why I ask if you're surprised, Dave, is like I pay so little attention to what I eat, which is funny to say, given how much thought I put into eating the the idea that like if I cut something out or change something about my diet, it will have a tangible, noticeable effect on my body is completely foreign to me, which is why. Why why would why would that? It makes no sense. What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? It no, makes it makes total no, sense. no, my logic makes no sense. Of course it would yeah. make a difference, but I'm just like, yeah, nah, it doesn't matter. I'm just so I'm like all over the place anyway. But that's why I think you're right. If you cut out certain things, it's gonna make a difference. I will say I went vegan for about six months when I moved back to Los Angeles. Um, this is in 2017, and it was the healthiest I've ever felt. However, because I'm not a good cook and I had no <laughs> means to buy any good food. My mental yeah. health suffered so greatly by the lack of delicious what food. What was like your what was your like standard? I was like cooking brown rice with like spinach and olive oil and tofu, and like I'd put in like gochujang <laughs> and soy sauce, and that would be my meal. And it just wasn't good. It just it was just like a basic Korean broke twenty one year old meal, and it wasn't good. It was very bad. Um, <laughs> However, it was the healthiest I've ever felt. Like I didn't have any energy dips. My digestive system was like, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Like it was amazing. Um, but I just, I couldn't take it. And at a certain point, I'm like, I need to eat delicious food, which unfortunately in America with the meat lobby is going to have animal products. But I'm going to do it. Dave, we've joked off the air about this before. Let's pick a diet and do it. I'm not joking. I think we try... Let's just try the, the, like the, what are the diets actually? I don't fucking know. Um, there's ketogenic. There is, I mean, obviously low carbs. There is pescatarian, vegan, vegetarian. Whole30 is a very popular one. The Daniel Fast among religious communities. How, how about this? Let's just do the anti-inflammation diet, right? Mm. This is what I think we're going to do. This is going to be called the Chris Ying Experience Diet. <laughs> this is the Chris Ying Resurrection. We're eliminating, we're eliminating fried foods, mm. sodas, any foods that have refined carbs, processed meats. No, no. what is a refined carb? Is, is white rice a refined carb? Yeah. So, oh, fuck me. So all whole grains. Fine. You're not eating any processed meats. Nothing that's like comes out of a factory, basically. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say no that I disagree, I, I think animal fat is good. Butter and lard and manteca and stuff like that. But no margarine, no crappy oils. So basically, let's let's start out small, Chris. Okay. No fried foods. 
No sodas, no refined carbs, no processed meats. Okay. Processed meats is deli meat, sausage. It includes sausage. deli meats. Okay. Anything that is not sort of as clean as possible, right? Like a piece of flesh. A piece of flesh. Unadulterated piece of flesh. Can be frozen, fine, but it yeah. can't be like in marinated, uh, whatever. Can't be anything okay. other than just raw. Refined sugar. Is that on this list? No refined sugar or yes? Refined sugars, yeah. Fuck. So it's like agave refined sugar? I guess I can research this myself, but <laughs> let's just say, let's just start with that. You can put sugars in as long as it's like the clean. Only, let's be real. The only real challenge there for me, I'm probably you, Dave, is the carb part of it, is the refined carbohydrates, the white rice, the bread, pizza, crust, pasta, noodles. So let's like, cut that out. That's the challenge. And the first person to break... This is the master of my domain. Okay. Okay. It's not about masturbation. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't we have children your, that listen to this for fuck's sake. Don't okay? touch your tummy. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Dave just said there are children who listen to this for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is the, this is the byproduct of the Christian caloric experience. Is that yeah. you guys are trying a this healthy is Dave diet? Trying to Dave. This is Dave trying to save my life and make good content at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, all right. I'm shocked because when I was like, my my blood work has gotten phenomenal. I mean, Christian actually l listened to the. I to listened to his doctor's voicemail and I was like, "What the hell is this man?" The do the doctor was saying things that no phenomenal, doctor has ever phenomenal. said. Phenomenal. He said phenomenal six times. Yeah, phenomenal, <laughs> doctor. He said whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. It's phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal. And then like, Dave stopped doing it immediately. <laughs> yeah, I did. I stopped. I stopped. I, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, when you get good results, it's like, yep. Okay. Right. I got go. an A plus. Let's drop that shit down to a B plus. Yeah. I forgot about calculus section. The yeah. test was over. No, it's like I got into college. Who gives a shit about my senior spring? <laughs> <laughs> you got, you got, you got know, you the senioritis diet where you're like, well, my doctor yeah. said I'm good. Now I get to eat whatever yeah. the fuck I gotta want. Got to get a two on all of your AP tests. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, because like I love, I love mortadella. It was like one of the first things I ate. I was like, ooh. <laughs> all right, how do we, how do we, how do we carry out this contest? First one to break, meaning any refined carbs, any soda, any no. I mean, I, I, I am gonna. Add this. We should start an Instagram account, okay? Mm. Where we do what? Oh God! Please don't make me post everything. We I all upload everything we eat. It's like a, like a vlog, like a daily blog. It's a, food, it's a daily food blog. We start right. an Instagram account. We all have access to it. I think it's Chris versus me with Isaac being the judge, and yep. then that's what we go. It's it's a. We take video of it. So like you, you have to take a video of the time, place, so you have an idea. <laughs> it's you know what I mean? Everything. Everything. Every, everything. Like a little handful of nuts. You gotta take a picture yeah, and put it's it It's a there. video everything. of everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And that's how we do it. We we it's an honor honor bar system, but okay. not really, because people will know if you're lying or not. And <laughs> What we will do, what we should do, is probably get a blood work done uh, this mm. month, mm. And, and then do a test six months oh from now. Oh my god, I'm so scared. I'm so 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 scared. I got my blood work done most recently, so I don't have to get it because it's phenomenal. <laughs> you son of a bitch! You did it after like ten days of no carb eating and everything. You took the you prepped for the test. Like I'm. I'm on the tail of the Christian caloric experience. Do you have any idea? My blood is mostly animal fat right now. 
It's just like moving slowly through my system. So like in six months, we'll get another blood work done and we'll to, to compare and contrast. Maybe if we want, I'll get blood work done again at a designated date and we'll do our vitals. We'll check everything but our weight. Fine. Okay. Fine. Weight will be off the limit, but you'll have a good indication about the state of the Chris Ying experience lipid oh, nature. <laughs> right. And the extraordinary breakthrough score of his bad cholesterol. They are going to be like, you have more pig fat in your body than a pig, dude. <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together. All right. Let's do it. Hey, you what two a- fucking guys just literally are the reason why we're getting away from the BMI index. You know, it just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> That's not work on you two. You're we, need to, we, we need to we need to recategorize big and tall to short round big tall. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, let's in true Dave Chang fashion, let's lay the odds on this, Isaac. Mm, mm. Well, I think Dave. Well, Dave is more competitive than you, Chris. I've found. Is that correct? Oh, Dave will. Dave might die before he breaks. I think. I don't think <laughs> Dave. I don't think Dave will break. I really don't. But actually. I will say, like Chris, because I heard recently of that incredible food exploit that you went on. And I know that was an aberration, but if that's, if that's indicative of anything, if that is a sample that can be applied to the rest of your eating life, then uh, you are starting ahead in the sense that you have a lot of work to be done on your body. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> like, Christ, dude. What the hell? So I feel, like, I feel like it's about even odds for, for no, both but, of you. But, I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna, but I think, yeah, I think what we should do is get our results. We should start this regardless. Mm-hmm. And schedule a date to get our blood result, blood work done, and then what we will do is not necessarily the exact numbers. We will the winner will be determined by the percentage of mm-hmm. improvement. I will say both of you guys are participants and hosts of the Ringer Podcast Network Major Though Media Podcast Recipe Club. Ooh, this is a problem. This should be the exception. Okay, for recipes for Recipe Club. That's okay, the we can only taste the Recipe Club. We can taste it. Sure. That's fine. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But let's let's start a Instagram handle where people that want to follow with the eating exploits, we should just call it the Chris Yang experience. <laughs> All right, fine. See, the, the CYE. Chris the CY caloric experience. CYCE. <laughs> the thing well, is, you know what? No, no, just drop it. I bet you nobody has the caloric experiment. The yeah. caloric experiment. Experiment, not inst- instead experience. of Experience. Let's do experience. experience? The caloric experience. Okay. Yeah. The caloric experience. Yeah, because I think the caloric experience, you know, if this works, Dave, we could also spit it off as our own diet. Yeah. <laughs> just feel like this. We yeah. created this diet and it worked. Yeah, we, we just created a diet. I'm not just a yeah. client. I'm not just the owner. I'm a client. Yeah. Fuck you, Jenny Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thrilled about this. I, I, you know, I've been worried about Chris Ying's health ever since hearing the shocking... <laughs> news of, I'm, of I'm this. into this I'm into this because it's it's we've we've actually joked about doing this in the past we've talked about right. the Seinfeld master of my own domain experience and now it's just fuck it dude we're throwing our caps over the wall Let's you know, you know mm. what's going to be hilarious the amount of marijuana I'm going to send your way <laughs> <laughs> How I'm just going to dose you with THC without even knowing you. Know what's fucked sabotage. Up is I actually like munchies are a huge problem. <laughs> like, mm. I don't like um, the amount of gold belly I'm going to send you and the amount of just amazing, delicious things that are going to come your way. I, you know, basically why I'm excited is I might become a, you know, this might be the one time I'll try human liver because. 
I'll try Chris's. <laughs> It'll be from Gavage. Uh, because it's Gavage. I'm basically fattening up Chris for slaughter. Oh, my this God. This is going to be Gavage of the highest order. This is going to be an art experiment. We should get Jerry Saltz involved and be like, this is a metaphor for consumption in a modern day era. <laughs> Oh no! Look at oh just look God. at oh, just no. look at Chris Yang's liver. Look how just. golden and buttery it looks. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's already naturally wrapped in call fat somehow. <laughs> All right. Do we have a? So is it first to break, or are we doing a blood improvement test? I think it's a blood improvement test, just okay. to see. We need stakes, and I think that we need to add a if you cheat. Donation to charity component. No, no, no. There's no cheat because the the prize, we should get the sponsored, first of all. Mm. Okay. Oh, yeah. We should probably get it sponsored. And the winner, it takes all or goes to charity. But there's got to be something where if you cheat, you can cheat, but it's going to hurt you. Cheating hurts you because you're going to want to win. I would say after six months of doing this, we should probably plan a percentage weight loss challenge and invite a whole host of other people. I agree with that. I disagree with six months. Can we do, can we do a shorter timeline no, for this six, thing? Six, six months, months is really long. Three months. Three months. It'll be a better payoff for the audience. What's left of them mm. after we what's, become crotchety. <laughs> like once Dave and I stop eating and no longer have anything to talk about because we can't talk about the food we eat like, anymore. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I ate another salad this week. We uh, just we need to figure out this blood work thing. Yeah. And we need Underrated. to figure out like a, Kale. A day to go get blood work done. <laughs> okay. Because then, then it's going to be the weight loss challenge. Yeah, weight loss <laughs> challenge. So we're just going to stack the deck. We're, we're, this is going to be like a, a, the, the Disney Marvel Universe announcement of the multiverse challenge and all the different <laughs> things they got going on, right? Like mm-hmm. Secret Invasion to whatever, whatever. There's like 25 <laughs> shows. Such we're just letting nerd. the audience know this is all the shit that we're just making up on the spot now. <laughs> so... Well, we're going to have the caloric experience. Then we're, it's going to go into the weight loss challenge. It's a six-month weight loss challenge. It's got to be six months. And okay. it's going to be the percentage of fat loss. Okay. Not just Asian, weight. Asian America's biggest loser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it, it's going to go into 5K. Wow. Damn it, dude. Fastest time 5K. Damn. <laughs> Okay. This time next year, you guys are both going to look like Steve but, Young. But it's also fa- fastest time 5K on a treadmill. So there's like, you don't have to, there's no like, well, this was a fast course, blah, 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 blah. It's a right? controlled, <laughs> controlled it's experiment. A, it's just a fucking foot race. Let's just yeah. and then and, and then, and let's just get um, like Peloton to sponsor it. Give us, oh, yeah, give us a fucking on. treadmill. Let's go And then Peloton. we'll do it. I'm sure Grace is going to be happy about this, but you know, there is nobody happier in the entire world at this exact moment than my wife listening to this podcast. Yeah. She's just like, yes, Jamie is Dave. just fist pumping right now. Just Jamie's just yes. like, Dave, make it a 10K. Come on. <laughs> just whatever you can do. Because right, by, by making this transparent out there, I think the challenge is there and people will know if you're lying or not. This God, is, this gonna, is game like on. My videos are going to be ugly, man. You're going to see some desperate things. Just... <laughs> I believe in you, Chris. You're a great cook. I think you can you can make some good good food in the diet part of this. And uh, you know, people don't know this, but you're you're a very muscular man. I think you can do uh, you can get the exercise done. I, I, I appreciate you, Isaac. But I wanted to, I want to rewind back to when we asked you to lay the odds. You you're you're <laughs> that's very nice of you. But your 
<laughs> your assessment of the situation was, uh, Dave is way more competitive than you, and you've got a lot more work to do. <laughs> so no, 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 but I'm even. saying it's easier <laughs> for you to correct because because it's kind of like you know if you oh, right, if okay. you weigh a lot of pounds, you can you can take off a lot of weight within like the first week. It's the same thing. But that's that. But first, we got to get our bodies ready with the the, the blood work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. the blood work. It's not about losing weight or anything. It's literally about the the numbers don't lie. Stats don't lie. So that was the that was my uh, pre moif. Let's go into moif. <laughs> pre moif. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll we'll moif it up. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. Moif, 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 We're back. All right, all right. Let's boot up the supercomputer here. Korean pears, overrated or underrated? This is a layup. Nashi. Nashi? What's the Japanese word for it? Is it nashi? Is it? I'll look it up. Nashi, you're right. Nashi, you're right. Oh. Pe is in Korean, but nashi is in Japanese. And there are a lot of different pear varieties in the world. I will say that pears are underrated. Just hmm. at large. In general. At large. Hmm. Just it's the Betamax to the VHS. It should have been the more dominant fruit, but marketing proved otherwise. And that's why apples. I love apples, but pears to me have just more characteristics, more depth, more flavor. More nuance. I love pears very much. Uh, Bartlett's, Anjou's, or whatever. There's so many different kinds of pears. But to me, the king of all the pears is the Korean pear. Mm-hmm. Nothing is juicier in a perfect Korean pear. Mm-hmm. Is the platonic idea. Platonic <laughs> ideal. <laughs> Hell yeah. What, all right. So what do, what do you guys call it, though? What do you guys actually call this? I, I call pear. it an Asian pear. Do you call it an Asian pear when you, when you refer to this I mean, pear? It's just the Korean word for pear, which is pear. Korean pear in Korea is just pear. So sure, sure, <laughs> I just sure, call sure, it pear. Sure. Under, understood. Under, uh, Korean food is also just food. Yeah, it's I, just I got food. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I love that pear. I'm I'm with you on this. I I 100% think it's the most delicious of all the pears. I love a good pear. I don't disagree with you there. But I'm scared of buying pears. I feel a lot more confident buying an apple, but I feel like one out of every 23 pears is good. But a really good pear, regardless of it, is so good. You're just like, what did I just, what just happened? It's like yeah. a disrupts the time-space continuum. You're like, what? 
<laughs> it's got that same complexity with like sweetness as like the mango steam. You know, it's like so much going on. Mm. It's floral. It's mm. aromatic. But don't you without the testicle nature of of a mango steam? Have the sweaty testicle nature of the mango steam. The balls in your mouth <laughs> that I like so much. I like it's, it. It's really hard to find a good pair and then to like get it, get it at the correct ripeness. You know, I just think that that's probably why the apple superseded because you can just pick an apple and leave it in a barrel for a million years and then sell it whenever. Uh, the one downside, the one Achilles heel, genuinely, this is Achilles, right? Is its skin uh, mm-hmm. inedible? You have to, you have mm-hmm. to peel it. You have to peel it, and I think that's why it's too much work for people. You cannot eat the Asian pear skin. They should just get rid of Achilles heel and just call it pear skin as the new word <laughs> wow. for Achilles heel. <laughs> Wow, I like that. I like that. It's like it's a new idiom. Is that what you call it? A yeah, metaphor. I don't think it's going to catch on. But I you don't think it's going to catch on. You don't think it's going to catch on? <laughs> yeah, the world over. Yeah, uh, Mike Trout would be a five-tool player, but his uh, pear skin. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Young, incredible offensive player, but his pear skin is his defense. But defense has always been his pear skin. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward, moving forward now, if we can recall this, this is mad props. If you're able to use Pearskin correctly, that's a fifty dollar. Mm. That's like fifty bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We should just play this. We should this is how we get people to do it. It's like if you can do it correctly and like insert it without mm. making it like seem like you're, you know, just do it properly without even thinking about it, like you just did. <laughs> Treyung's pearskin. Yeah. We need to we need to seed this. I Isaac, you should put this. Let's put an entry on Urban Dictionary. Just yeah, okay. so it feels like it's real. You know, <laughs> pear skin. Yeah. I like also that Dave's uh, response to how are we gonna get this to catch on was capitalism. It was just <laughs> <laughs> the man knows how things work. Pay so. them off. Dude, yeah, I, totally. I am the invisible hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know what I think of just staying on the pears for a second. One of the best things that you ever described, in my opinion, on this show was when you talked about that kakigori that was just mm. Asian pear oh, and a little syrup. Yes, the blitz with just a little sugar. I, I didn't get to eat it, but that sounds amazing. I will say, though, too, one of my favorite things to cook with is Asian pears. And it can be also any juice of a pear, but pear juice in general is my top choice for fruit juice to cook with. Hmm. It is sweet. It's got just enough acidity. It has malic acid. It's it's just so, so, so good. Number two would be apple juice. Number three would be pineapple juice. These are things that I use a lot in my cuisine. But pear juice, I think when uh, Poseidon, the great, great god of the sea, was trying to figure out his nectar, I think pear juice was part of it, but he realized it, it wasn't oceanic enough for him. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. It could be Poseidon's nectar. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If he was Poseidon was from the land. <laughs> What's the Greek god of, of of the land? Isn't there the Greek god of the seasons? Is the goddess? Ceres. It's a goddess. Demeter. Ceres. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think I'm right. I think that's the right Roman too. god. She is the Roman. Oh, so it's we we were both right. I said Demeter. You said Ceres. So the same person. Goddess of the harvest. Ceres is nectar. Is what it is. Yeah. And Sirius is also a brand, I think, that sells pear juice. Good, good branding. <laughs> Fantastic anyway. branding. Okay. Moving on. Grilled cheese. Overrated or underrated? I'm sorry, but 
overrated. Mm, okay. Explain. Explain why. Overrated because, look, the platonic ideal the platonic of a grilled cheese ideal. to me is just some fucking grocery store bread with American cheese griddled in a pan with butter. It's barely even a thing. It's just, it's the most basic idea in the world, and I think it's delicious. What I think is absurd is like the gourmet grilled cheese, is the grilled cheese shop, is mm. the come and order a bunch of grilled cheese. I, I, maybe I'm in the minority. I know I am because these fucking places have lines out You're the door. You're not in the minority, Chris. You are a minority. <laughs> I am a minority. I know I'm a minority. <laughs> but I still deserve an opinion. <laughs> That's just me. I think the the only grilled cheese I'll eat is the American cheese on whatever wheat bread and butter. Well, but. well let's break this down. Can we say that American cheese is the only grilled cheese that is acceptable, and then anything fancier can be good? Like I'm not saying I I'll agree sign that. I'll ratify that. I love grilled cheese. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't know if I'm saying overrated. I don't know if I have a position. I don't. I'm not saying it's overrated. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to be weird. This, this is how I'm trying to set this up. The grilled cheese is the equivalent of Harry Potter for huh. adults, right? Okay. If you're a kid, up into the range where you don't get Scholastic news and books as your main library, right? Like Scholastic as your 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 publisher. Mm-hmm. Where most of your books come from. When that changes, <laughs> usually like college. Um, <laughs> I see where you're going. Okay. That's uh-huh. okay for it to be the greatest thing you've ever eaten and therefore underrated, right? But what is unacceptable is when an adult <laughs> who's lived the world, experienced life, says, Harry Potter is the best book I've ever read. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last book they've read something? You're, they're just, or you ask somebody when the last book they've ever read, and you know the answer without even them, whatever they say, they're, they're going to lie, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know mm-hmm. the true answer is Harry Potter, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. The only mm-hmm. book series they've ever finished is Harry Potter, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. no, that's it. You, you guys know the kinds of adults that we're talking about, right? Yeah, grilled cheese eaters. They are grilled cheese eaters. That's the equivalent. <laughs> And or it, grilled cheese. Not everyone's a grilled cheese eater. A grilled cheese, whatever, a proselytizer, aficionado, yeah. an enthusiast. Yeah, but the, yeah, the people that say grilled cheese is the greatest thing of all time. I can't imagine eating it without it. You know, that to me is like they're basically telling me that Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling is the greatest author of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can but, I? I will. I will ask. Does your opinion change at all if you just throw in tomato soup with it? Yeah, you know what that is? You're just, you basically said J.K. Rowling and William Faulkner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My favorites. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Together, you know, I was like, yeah. That, you know, you, you can't just throw in that. No, but it's a good combo, right? It's it's it's, a, it, it's an amazing combo, but tomato soup, that's that's like Murakami, man. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's its own genre onto itself. Okay, okay. Yeah. I retract my statement. Your honor. You know, it's like, this is this is like a top-rated couple, but one is clearly, I'm not, listen, <laughs> part of it is just me being jealous that J.K. Rowling was able to make billions of dollars on Excelsior. <laughs> <laughs> He's a powerful wizard. Not, not a spell, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, I equate it to grilled cheese sandwiches and vice versa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Crazy literary metaphors aside, do you disagree with me, Dave? So I, I think that, the grilled cheese sandwich, the home grilled cheese sandwich, 
is wonderful. But I think the version that's like, here's our country Levan that's like we've toasted to a point where it's definitely going to cut the roof of your mouth and we put, you know, a, like four different cheeses in there. Like, I don't think those have anything to do with one another and I don't like the you other, know, the you, latter one. You know why? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's the shit that the San Francisco Bay Area does. <laughs> I mean, it 100% <laughs> is. 100% is what we eat. It's, it's like, here's our tartine loaf with like fig jam and Quince compote oh, and, you know, four different cheeses, Cambazola, blah, 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 <laughs> blah. And I'm just like, this is not a grilled cheese sandwich. This is a, a monstrosity. This is yeah. Mecha Godzilla. I'm not eating that. <laughs> oh, this just came to mind. Doesn't your friend Roy Choi make a famous grilled cheese? I think he made one for Chef. He made one chef. for Chef. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. And the only other grilled cheese that I can remember in a movie because anyone else remember this is trivia a movie that features a character that plays a chef that complains about making a grilled cheese to his girlfriend oh ding oh fuck dong, ah ding shit dong, ding dong no ding dong ding dong ding dong ding dong no I lost it right what now is it? Chris has his Heads with his <laughs> I'm hands. I'm losing it. It's not in Big Night. It's uh Anne Hathaway was in the movie. Is it in is Devil Wears Prada? Devil what Wears Prada. Adrian Grenier is the That's right. aspiring chef ding, 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 who ding, complains ding. about. I have so much. Uh, this is like a week's worth salad of Emmental cheese uh, <laughs> in my grilled cheese. That's right. That's right. See, that's the Can fucking sandwich. Can you, that's, <laughs> this is how stupid that. I mean, at least that movie was. <laughs> In the kitchen, I know, Adrian Grenier is playing an aspiring cook at the kitchen craft in the basement. I've worked there. I know what the kitchen looks like. Mm -hmm. So he's basically working at craft. And this is the Hollywood eyes. This is why food movies suck or anything in food in movies suck. He's then complaining to Anne Hathaway, and they're living in like a super fucking nice apartment for two people that don't make any money. Right. What? Well, like a two-bedroom. Like two two-bedroom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> two, two, two what? Like with a prep cook and like a, the second assistant to a, yeah, a magazine editor. Like, yeah. Um, nobody buys fancy cheese at Dean and DeLuca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not anybody to whom money has, is like has meaning. I mean, that is the biggest, I'll never, the reason I remember that, I was like, who, 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 who's this person? Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget that scene. I was like, that's the biggest crock of shit I've, of all time in screenwriting with food because nobody buys $30 worth of like, Emmental cheese, if ever that was it, or Gruyere, or whatever it was, at Dean and DeLuca. Yeah, totally absurd. Especially, and then making it in there, yeah, yeah. And yeah. making it at home after yeah. a long service? No, mm. not no. real. I remember that now. Yeah, okay. See? Just American cheese. It's weird what I remember. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. Moving on. It's got to be one of our weirdest, weirdest, weirdest podcasts weird. we've done. Very weird. We started off with diarrhea, if I may remind you guys. Don't remind me. I call diarrhea poo poo because if it's just normal poo, it's poo. <laughs> if it's diarrhea, it's poo poo. <laughs> Welcome to the Defecation yeah, Chang like Show. That. I don't even want it. I don't want to talk about. It. Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, can we? Can I back up? Actually, not to talk uh -huh. about poop. Uh -huh. I meant to ask you this: cooking with apple juice, pear juice, pineapple juice. Meat marinades, what other uses are you putting pear into? Are you throwing pear and pear juice into other things? 
Mostly meat and braises. A lot mm. of braises. Oh, and the braises. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's basically it. And marinades, but mostly braises. The marinade thing is so underrated, though. That's so good. Fruit juice and. Don't oh, tell sorry, him, sorry. Man. sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, pink Himalayan salt. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> I'm not going to even address this one. Okay. Why? Seriously? Why? First of all, does it actually come from Himalaya? Probably not. Where's the verification that it came from the greatest mountain in, in the world? <laughs> what makes it Himalayan? Why? Yeah, what is the deal with Himalayan salt? I don't even know. I have know. no idea. Or is it just a marketing term? I think it's right? just... This is what I'm trying to say. Somebody just made something up like uh, pear skin. <laughs> it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just the so, moniker. you know some marketing stuff he's like pink salt can we say it's pink salt no pink mount rainier salt no pink kilimanjaro salt no pink himalayan sea salt Ooh. Mm. <laughs> there we go let's start let's just start printing the money turn the money mint on uh what is the what is the history and origin of it I i'm honestly don't know finding nothing yeah that's why I think it's I think it's stupid. It just says that it's been mined. It's usually mined in Pakistan by the Punjabi people. Listen, near anything the that you can use to cure food or make a lamp, it's got to be underrated. You know, if you can make a lamp out of an ingredient, then it's got to be great. So, listen, it, I'll say this: if it, if it actually comes from people that like need benefits, local people from the Himalayan mountains, then yeah. yeah. But why I'm so jaded to think that this comes from, you know, actual Punjab, or, Pakistan. Yeah, like uh, someplace in Wisconsin. Oh, you oh you think this is just it's just pink salt? Yeah, it's just pink salt. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, on that very depressing note, but I will say overrated. Overrated is not Florida. Florida cell is overrated to me. Hmm. I mean, Malden is also. I know cell gris is my, my I like cell gris. I just think the kernels can be a little bit smaller. I think Malden is too salty. I don't I'm basically saying all of it is overrated. <laughs> I think my preferred choice would be something like I don't know the names of the Japanese salts, but I want the crystals to be smaller. I don't like the big textures. The only time I like cell Florida cell, a big sort of uh grain of it is when I'm biting into a slice of uh hot foie gras. Oh, very, very specific thing. Cause it's like a starburst of salt with mm. fat. Mm. That's it. It's too salty and too, it takes away texturally from too many other things. While I use Malden, I think Malden is too salty if there's such a thing. Well, I, I was just going to say, do you think people understand the idea that like some salt can be saltier than other salt? No, <laughs> I don't. Right. Cause I think people are like, why would they know? It can make a significant difference, like the kind of salt you use. And and I, I mean, I, I'm not like a salt freak, though. Are you a salt weirdo? Like you really pay a ton of attention to which salt? If, if a recipe the only calls- salt I don't give a shit about is I- iodinized salt. I, that I don't use. I don't give a fucking shit about diamond kosher crystal or if it's Morton's or whatever the fuck. As long as it's not that crappy salt, iodinized salt, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because I can cook. 
It's like, oh man, I can't make this recipe because it's not the subtle. I was like, shut the fuck up. Just Kirk. <laughs> uh, curly fries. Overrated or underrated? I think that Dave and I are going to come down on opposite sides of this one, I think. Oh, okay. You want, you want to say it at once? <laughs> I'd rather not eat a French fry if it has to be a curly fry. Never wow. mind. We're on the same side. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Firmly anti. Oh, shit. So I really thought... It's, it really is so stupid. <laughs> it's the worst thing in the world. Curly Fry <laughs> is the dumbest thing out there. One of yeah. the dumbest things out there. One it's, of the things uh, that make a French fry great is that it's straight and it fries in a certain way. Like a curly fry ruins all of the benefits <laughs> of a fry. Like you want as much surface makes- area as possible to make it crunchy. And it's like... Basically, like... I'm buying a candy bar, but you just poured melted chocolate in my hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like, uh, okay. Wait, wait, like, I, I'd rather have that not melted in a candy bar form, but you're just pouring it to me, giving it to me soft and melted. It's like, that's how I feel about a curly French fry. It's like, <laughs> I get what you're doing. It's the same thing, but it's not. So don't do it. Here's where we, we maybe come down on different sides. I don't like seasoned fries generally. Do you like fries that have some kind of whatever? If they have the coating on that, get it out of my face. Again, <laughs> in the make-believe <laughs> land of Despot Chang, right. that's getting it. That's straight. No choice. That's, that's out. banned. <laughs> yeah. In a world, uh, I believe in diversity, but not that kind of diversity. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So Siberia <laughs> is just populated by brunch eaters and curly fry fans. <laughs> yeah. 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 In the Democratic Republic of Chang, they don't exist. <laughs> exactly. There's, no dem- there's nothing democratic or republic about my country. That was the joke. I got to say, there's nothing democratic or republic about, about any country that has democratic republic. <laughs> like, yeah, that was, that, that was the entire names. joke. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do a non-food question real quick. Motorcycles, how you feel about them? Scare the shit out of me. I will never get on one ever. Me too. Me too. I agree. Christopher, yeah, I'll never get on a motorcycle. Do, do I think they're cool? I don't even think they're cool though. I don't really get it. But then again, I've never sat on one. So what the fuck do I know? Have you have either of you ever cool. been on one? Have you ever been on one? No, I think they look really cool, but I'm just terrified to death, like of death. If I want to flirt with death, I'm choosing heroin over a motorcycle. <laughs> oh, God. Jiminy Crickets. Okay. Jiminy Crickets. I mean, they're both dangerous things, but one I, I feel like less dangerous. Both terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, we, people are going to write in. Motorcycle enthusiasts are going to write in. Oh, actually, speaking of which, let's read some five-star reviews. Dude, motorcycles scare the shit out of me. I hate driving. I hate driving next to motorcycles. I want nothing to do with that, motorcycles. That scares me more, is driving next to one. We've talked about how Chang and I are terrified of, of the world, of moving vehicles, but like, I get a little nervous with my fucking windows down on the freeway. <laughs> I can't imagine being on a fucking bike going 80 miles an hour on the freeway. Like, I, I, if like the windows are down, I'm like, oh, I'm getting a little anxious. Let's close these windows. <laughs> like, I can't Unaccept- do that. Unacceptable. So next thing Biden <laughs> needs to do, ban, ban motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> Carbon emissions to zero by 2050 and ban motorcycles. That's on his agenda. But 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 the only biped you can use for transportation is a Vespa. That's it. 
Good God. The Democratic Republic of China. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's actually let's read some five star reviews on our Apple Podcast page. Uh, once again, please listen to us on Spotify, but you can review us five stars on Apple Podcasts. New dot listener, try to give us ten stars. Thank you, SoCal S thirteen Big Crimpin E dot Garcia, try to give us fifteen stars. Five stars for Recipe Club. Five stars for the Dave Chang Show, and five stars for Any Day. Seems like this person got Any Day and is enjoying it. Thank you. You're you're you you're awesome. I love you. New user three four seven gave us five stars. I just thought that was amusing that they they made their name on this website. New user three four seven. I particularly like the one of the commenters that said, "Keep on making fun of Isaac." There was only one person. <laughs> I saw one that was like Keith Isaac in the penalty box. <laughs> most of our most of our listeners are are pro Isaac. <laughs> oh, that's great, oh, man. And he, great. And he, I think he tried to like start a hashtag in the yeah. There was there's one <laughs> one anti anti ice. Why person. don't you read that one? Where the fuck is that one? No, that I'm, I'm not reading one. that one. I'm not reading that one. No, no, no. I'm, if if you read it right now, I'm cutting it out of the podcast, and I have You're that control. What the fuck? Talk um, about Democratic dude, Republic of Isaac. No, Jesus. <laughs> At least dude, there's freedom of speech in mine. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> I have all the censorship power in my hands. Um, Damn, dude. Let's do a few more before we, before we end here. We're, we're approaching an hour. Uh, Eel. Overrated or underrated? Now I, I don't love it as much as I used to. Eel. Ooh, okay. Explain. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> over it. Like in all of its forms, obviously. The- I think it's delicious, clearly, but I don't love it like I used to. I don't. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just don't. Anagi, unagi, conger eel, all of it. I think butchering eel is very difficult. I used to have the whole setup. I used to have the nail. I used to have the butcher knife. I used, it used to be like look like a prison shiv to like gut an eel. <laughs> Uh, when I was in Japan, I learned how to break down a conger eel. That's really difficult to do. Not if you do it all the time, but I just, I love it, but I, it's just not something I love like I used to love. Like at the end of a sushi meal, I'm not looking forward to the nagi like I used to. It's to me like, uh, it's a little bit too one note right now for me. I want something different. When I was a kid, I was really into unagi. That was my favorite thing. But I think what I really liked was unagi sauce, which is just like right, right. tare or teriyaki sauce, basically. I mean, you look no further than most maki sushi restaurants. They're serving all their rolls with, quote unquote, like unagi sauce on top. Um, people just love sweet soy. I did too as a kid. Uh, I got it in my head at some point that eel was really bad to eat from an environmental standpoint. Like they're endangered and I've just clung to that. So even if I'm wrong, whatever, it's nice. There's one thing in my life that I try to avoid eating. (laughs) So yeah, that's where I am on eel. It's delicious though. It's good. I mean, what the fuck? There's nothing wrong. It's it's super delicious. It's basically a snake. It's basically (laughs) a snake. It's basically a snake. Have you, okay. But breaking out of the sushi world, have you ever had, uh, what is it? Chang at like Echibari or whatever, like the little baby eels. Anguilas. Yeah. Uh, Have you had that? Yeah, they're great. And it's just like the little baby ones and they cook them over. They're great. The grill. And it's more about the sauce and everything. I I, listen, I I like eels. I just don't love it like I used to. It's not something that uh, smoked eels grade. I think it's, I think more and more it's more like, oh, I'm just eating a snake and I don't like snakes. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, For our final question of 
this podcast, I want to go off script real quick because I, I recently saw a trailer for Ted Lasso season two. And the mm. three of us here on this podcast absolutely love and adore the television program Ted Lasso. So I, what I want to ask you is if Ted Lasso was like a sacred text, if this was the Babylonian Enuma Elish or something like that, which quote would you like to like recommend? Like what, what quote sticks out to you from season one? Football is life. Football is life. Okay. <laughs> but like, can I ask, I watched it again with recently a friend uh-huh, uh-huh. who is in fashion, who doesn't love, who loves TV, but she's not into sports. Mm-hmm. The first two episodes, actually, if you're not into sports, it's hard to get somebody to watch. Because it does pick up, it picks up, it actually, if you, because now I've seen it so many times, it doesn't really start to pick up till episode four, five, six. I didn't say four, five, six, seven, eight. It doesn't become the show that it is once you're done until about basically if you're not into sports i think it's harder to get someone really locked in until you get they got to keep on going to episode 4 cuz it's a bit cringy at the beginning i like cringy it's 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 a bit slow actually slow yeah there's not much action going on but if you're a fan of sports it's not slow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. basically if ted lasso is a sacred text i think that um the parable that ted tells at the bar when he's playing darts about being curious and not judgmental yeah, the is quote. the parable that sticks out is the one where he's just like bones Rupert. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, like, have you played a lot of darts, Ted? To which I would answer. Yes. Oh, Every so Sunday epic. with my dad at a sports bar until he was 16. You know, like that was fucking beautiful. I don't know, man. 16. Yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso is great. Wonderful. My thing is it's, it's kind of a throwaway line, but when he draws a play and then he erases it and he's like, well, why did I go through all that just to erase it? Because I believe in <laughs> symbolic gestures. Like that's something that, that comes up in my head a lot because I'm like symbolic gestures, it do, they do mean something in terms of the way that we experience the world. Dave and I are, are, are flipping off Isaac right now in a symbolic gesture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love Ted Lasso. I, I encourage everyone to, I think we, the three of us are on the same page here. We all encourage everyone when, every, I, when every, I watch season two, when I watch season two, I'll watch it in my Ted Lasso. You son of a jersey. bitch, dude. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't bitch. believe they sent you memorabilia. And, uh, and, and a belief sign. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I want to get, I want to like make, maybe I'll make myself a belief sign and like put, put it on my bathroom window or something. But you don't, <laughs> you, you don't, this is for believers, Isaac, and they know that you're not a real believer. <laughs> I'm not a real believer. Not they, a man, they, not a man of the faith. the only one like who is religious. Here. You're, you're, you're a heretic. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, on that note, let's wrap it up. Yeah, take us out, Isaac. <laughs> you want me to do the outro? Okay, give us yeah. five stars on Apple Podcasts. Again, please no, keep listening to us. iPod page. <laughs> iPod. Yes, on, on, on our iPod Nano uh, page. Please uh, please keep listening to us on Spotify. Please listen to Recipe Club, also on the Ringer Podcast Network, also presented by Major Demo Media. And, uh, and we'll join, s- us, join us on our, on our dietary expedition. Yes, yes. Join us on our caloric experience. Well, there you have it, guys. Uh, the seeds, the beginning of the caloric experience challenge. I'm turning 44. Am I 43, 44? Fuck. But uh, I, I'm a couple years older than Ying, maybe three or four. 
And, uh, you know, we, we both want to see our, our families as we get older. And I think it's fun. I, 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 I challenge. I don't think it's going to be fun. I don't think this is going to take away from us going out to restaurants. It's, it's awesome. Uh, I love seeing my friends at other restaurants, seeing what's, what's happening. I love supporting places that need support. Um, that's not going to stop, but I do think my frequenting of going out is going to be much less. Living in Los Angeles in a COVID world, it's not going to be like it was, which was honestly five, six times a week. And that wasn't even working at my own restaurants. Um, now that I don't work in a restaurant day to day and I don't have to like taste things all day anymore, my job is mostly media. My job is mostly taking care of my family. And, you know, the past year plus, I've certainly eaten healthier. Um, and I'd love to get back into the shape that I was in when I was 22. And I'm in my mid 40s. I'm on the damn near wrong side of 40 soon enough. And even though I think that I'm young, I'm really not. And I want to feel healthier. I want to be better. And I know Chris feels the same way. So this might be a way of being transparent, a way of forcing us to do it. And honestly, be funny along the way. And maybe a lot of other people feel the same way. And I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. We need to finish filming this Hulu show. And my God, I forgot how much fucking food is consumed on these trips. Yes, it's a lot of fun, but man, I just can't do it anymore. Like I can't drink anymore and I can't eat like that anymore. It's just too much. Um, we got to finish recipe club because some of these restaurant, some of these recipes for recipe club are just bombs, like gut bombs. So before we really commit to a plan, we have to get done with a lot of this stuff. So stay tuned. In a few more weeks, we'll begin this grand experiment. And uh, I'm sure it'll change. And a lot of these things are are going to evolve. But uh, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be good for us. And uh, hopefully some of you guys will come along for the ride. But uh, I'm going to be Chris Yang, that's for sure. Stay tuned. Give us five, five stars on our iPod page. Uh, we have a great show this week with Ellen Bennett, who just wrote a book and is... She sort of changed the industry with her aprons, uh, with Heedley and Bennett. So uh, stay tuned for that this week. Get vaccinated, everybody. You can go out without a mask anymore, even though indoors, certainly I'm going to wear a mask. I think you should do it out of respect for the workers. And um, yeah, get vaccinated, please. Stay safe, everybody. <laughs>